WHHH-FM Indianapolis. It's time to take a look at what's going on in and around Indy. It's Open Lines, your eye on the community on High 96.3. Hold up. And good Sunday morning to you, Indianapolis. It is Valentine's Day, February 14th, 2021. And I'm excited because of a number of reasons. One, I slept for like 14 hours yesterday and I'm feeling so good. I could jog this morning. The other, I love snow. And we are under a winter storm warning. Not an advisory, not a watch, baby. No, this is the real deal this time. Winter storm warning until about Tuesday morning. We are expecting anywhere uh, from between now I'm hearing six to nine inches is kind of the latest track that's going on through central Indiana, up to nine inches in southern Indiana. And this time our friends to the north will get a little bit of a break, getting up to five inches. But that five to nine that they're talking about in central Indiana, I'm hoping it's all nine. I need it. I need it. More on the weather coming up. It is four degrees here on this Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you. And happy Valentine's Day to Mrs. Riddle. Uh, We've got a lot to talk about on the show here this morning, uh, including uh, the Mind Trust uh, will join us here live at the beginning of the show to talk about the community learning sites that will now be open for the rest of the school year. They started this earlier in the school year. And as you know, with the pandemic and e-learning and hybrid learning, kids need just a little bit of extra help. Uh, to get them to where they have to go in order to be successful because we know the last year mind you it is exactly 30 days from when school was closed in marion county uh in march 2020 so our kids have a lot of catching up to do the mind trust will help them catch up we'll talk to them in just a moment and of course you probably have heard about the controversy that's happening over at Newfields. They are regretting a job description that cited a core traditional white art audience, and a lot of people are upset. We'll catch you up on that, and then I would like to hear from you on what it is you think uh, should be done or, or could have been done differently. But on the backdrop of that, just to our north there in uh, the Hamilton Southeastern School District, the superintendent I sent out something just as controversial earlier this week when he discouraged teachers from talking about Black Lives Matter in the classroom. He said it was a political issue, not a social justice issue. And that has got a lot of people upset and on fire. I also want to hear from you on that coming up this morning at 830. But first, on this very frigid, frigid, frigid uh Valentine's Day. We start with a conversation about getting our kids the help that they need and catching them up. It's hard to believe uh, that we've been doing this pandemic thing for uh, an entire year now, just shy of a year, and learning has forever been changed. Uh, so there are some some ideas and some programs and some folks who have been working since day one to get our kids the help that they need and get them caught up. And they are our friends over at the Mind Trust. Joining us on the phone right now this morning is Tiffany Tab. Uh, actually, hang on. Tiffany might be that third person uh, who's on the line, and I'm not sure. Uh, but Shannon Williams is the Senior Vice President of Community Engagement. Uh, she joins us uh, on our live line, as well as Lauren Peterson as the Senior Director of Community Engagement. Ladies, good morning. Good morning. Good Sam. morning. Good morning. I'm so glad. Sam and I was loving that intro music. You can't see it, but I'm dancing in my chair. Well, thank you. That's 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 my jam. That's a, a little something to get Whoa. us going on a Sunday morning. Thank you so much. That's right. That's right. I, I, I'm not sure. I tried to call Tiffany in full disclosure to our audience. I tried to call Tiffany and she didn't answer, but somebody called and I don't know if this is her. So. I'll just click it, and we'll see if it's Tiffany. If it is, we'll bring her in. If not, we'll tell them to call back. Let's see who this is on line one. Is this Tiffany? Hello? Is this Tiffany? I don't know. I don't think that's Tiffany. Tiffany might have overslept. We'll talk with Tiffany a little bit later if she calls in. Tiffany is the parent who has had her kid in this program, and that's why I really wanted to talk with um, Tiffany. But if she missed us, that's okay. Uh, Shannon and Lauren will do such a great job in telling us what the Mind Trust is doing. Uh, Ladies, you have started uh, this earlier when school reopened uh, in the various capacities. Now you guys are expanding once again into different parts of Marion County. Tell us about that. 
You're absolutely right, Cameron. Um, earlier in the year, we decided to open community learning sites because uh, during the summer of the pandemic, uh, Empowered Families, which is a parent advocacy organization, uh, conducted a survey and asked parents what they wanted to hear, uh, what they wanted to happen and occur with their children for school. Um, overwhelmingly, the parents said that they needed some sort of a safe in-person option. So when schools announced that they would go virtual um, um, in the fall, my first knew to do something really quickly and, and respond to the need. So immediately we began to call our community partners and say, hey, you know, if we provide some some resources financially, but also uh, some other resources as far as helping you um, create a really cohesive program, would you be interested in being a community learning site? And the community responded overwhelmingly, Cameron. It's been tremendous. We've got it. We started with 11, and now we have over 31 community learning sites um, throughout central Indiana. We are in five different townships, um, uh, Center, Decatur, Washington, uh, Speedway, just in, in, in Pike. So tons of townships, and we're really making a tremendous impact on children and families during this pandemic. And I'm so excited to hear that you guys are expanding outside of just Center Township because our kids in the other school districts of Marion County need the help just as bad. Well, yes, I want to inter- go ahead, Shannon. No, I was going to interject to that is that the reasoning for doing that is we noticed that students that were in these other townships were actually driving their children to mm. the center township location. What is um, been the biggest difference? In, and we got a, we got a caller. I'll check and see if that's Tiffany here in a second, but what are parents telling you? What are they seeing uh, in their students after being in this program? Parents are really excited by the, the safe environment. Um, their children are getting everything that they would get at home, you know, a, a free, a free meals. Um, they're getting a lot of technical support. Um, a lot of parents have already shared that their students' grades are improving, assignments are being turned in on time, and they feel the sites are giving them more academic support than they could on their own, which is really tremendous. Because, as you know, a lot of, you know, black and brown families, and that's the primary demographic of folks who are at these community learning sites, mm-hmm. you know, they have to work jobs. They, they have a lot of things to do. They don't go to work. They aren't able to pay rent. And so they really needed a place that was safe um, for their children to learn and grow. And not just, you know, safe, but also to have the Wi-Fi capabilities um, and all of those things as well. So you have 32 locations now all across the Indianapolis area. You are offering academic and e-learning support for grades K through 12. That includes the social and emotional support that we know that they're getting because they're having human interaction. If they go in the morning, they're getting breakfast. If they're staying all day, they're getting lunch. If they're they're after school, they're getting an, an early dinner. You also have Wi-Fi access. You are giving a safe and calm environment. Small groups, of course, doing all of this with the COVID-19 safety precautions. You guys have also now partnered with AYS, which, as far as I understand, stands for At Your School. What is that about? The partnership with AYS, Cameron, is uh, actually it's a blessing to us because then we were able to go into those other districts, which they were already in those other districts. Um, It has afforded us the opportunity to uh, help a lot, lot more students and families during this uh, pandemic time. So they're already running their before and after school program in some of the some of the schools that we're in now. And so it was a no brainer to bring them on board for us to partner because they're already successfully helping families and uh, children. Let's see uh, if this is Tiffany here on our live line, because I'd love to hear from her uh, with her with what her kids have been experienced. Let's see who this is. Caller on line one. Good morning. Who's this? Hi, Cameron. I hate to surprise you, but I want yeah, you to get two points across. No, hang about on. Your- hold, hold that thought, Chief. Hold that thought, Chief. I'm going to do plenty of time for callers. I want to talk with the Mind Trust, but call me back. And, I don't want to lose my place in you, line now. You never lose your place in line. You are always the first person to call. I don't even have caller ID, and somehow you're always the first person to call. So trust well, me. praise God, <laughs> but I got a message for these two ladies, too, and also for uh, the people who are acting up out there in uh, 
in the Westville School District. All right, well, trying hang, to sell their program. All right, well, hold, hold that back. thought. Hold that thought. We're going to come back and we'll do 30 minutes of open lines and you can get all your thoughts and stand by on that, Larry. Thank you. Uh, ladies, yes, that was not Tiffany. That was our good friend Larry who's going to call back yes, and have a lot, lots of great things to say. But, um, but you know, Lauren has grandchildren who are in the community okay. learning site. Yeah, so she can also speak from the parent perspective. Well, Lauren, what are you seeing with with your grandchildren? You know, yeah. I've, I've got sisters who are in high school. Uh, one hates the e learning. One doesn't mind it too much. <laughs> but the the way they're learning is totally different. I will sit over at the house with them sometime, and we're all on Zoom. I'm doing an interview. They're in class, and I can hear bells ringing and, and different things in the background. So everything has changed. How are your grandkids adjusting to this new normal? It most definitely has changed for the 10 grandchildren that I have or that are in several different districts and schools. But I actually had two that were um, going to or that are going to one of our sites, uh, which which – meant that I was picking them up and driving them to a site because at the time we didn't have anything near where they lived at. They have managed to um, get on track before going to the site. There was some lack in assignments as well as um, even from an Internet standpoint. So now going to our community learning sites, they're able to stay on task. They're able to continue to interact with other students. Uh, they're able to still get that enrichment piece because our sites also pull in some type of enrichment for our students. So it's not all just online doing academics. Um, so they're able to still, inter- like I said, interact and stay on task with their studies. You know what's great about this program? Not only the, the Wi-Fi and the food and the safe environment, it's all free. Yes, yeah. Yes, it is. It's all free. And speaking of free, Cameron, one of our um, sites, Promise, or one of our sites at the Reset Center, um, is is having a special initiative. So Jeff Finnellis, who is a dynamic African American male school leader who will open his school uh, next fall, uh, has a is located at the Reset Center. It's a K through twelve. I'm sorry, K through two um, school, and they're doing some really great things. But they have a free day camp tomorrow um, on President's Day in celebration of Black History Month. So even if you know individuals don't send their children to a community learning site, they certainly can go to Promise Prep and the Reset Center for free lunch and snacks. There's going to be a lot of cultural learning activities. Um, of course, COVID-19 protocols and safe learning environment will be in full effect, um, and it's free. So uh, we definitely encourage the public to do that, and they can experience wonderful Jeff Finnellis, who is a dynamic, dynamic leader. Now, is that is that going on uh, rain or shine, or in, the, in tomorrow's case, uh, snowstorm? <laughs> As, as of right now, it's still going on. So we feel very, <laughs> we feel very confident that it will continue on. You know, again, to my earlier point, you know, parents even, you know, during a snowstorm have to go into work and they may not have a, a safe place for their students to be, um, you know, on President's Day because school is closed. So yeah, we invite them to visit, uh, Promise Prep at the Reset Center, um, which is off of 43rd and, um, um, Post Road. All right. It's, it's, um, hey, I'm sorry. Up? Go ahead. Go ahead. Cameron, I, I, I would be remiss if we did not mention the fact that all of this came about because of strong partners that we have in the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, for one, being second help and helps to offset the uh, food costs for each of these sites by delivering hot meals. We also had an amazing partnership of folks that had in-kind donations to offset costs. J2 Medical Supply, NO Power, and the Indianapolis Recorder donated masks for our site, uh, teachers' treasures, donated school supplies, USA football donated desks. Marlon Jackson, former Indianapolis coach, donated hot spots and tablets through his Fight the Life Foundation. So all of this is not just a, a, the mind trust. It is a, a labor of love for us and our partnership. Ladies, I am told that uh, Tiffany uh, is on our live line. Tiffany, is that you? Okay. I'm here. I'm so, so sorry. Good I'm morning. Here. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you for getting up with us. I appreciate it. Good morning. So, you know, we were just talking. Uh, Lauren's got her grandkids in, in the program. 
Uh, we've got about two minutes left, so I want to know from a parent perspective, just straight up, where your kids go to school and how are they doing? What improvement have you noticed? My children, my daughters go to Raymond Park Intermediate and Middle School, and um, they absolutely love going to Reset. Um, and it's been a huge, huge help because I've been able to at least resume a hybrid schedule at work. Um, and before I was having to work from home every day and I was going crazy and they were going crazy, um, or they were having to stay home alone and that was not it, um, because all their work wasn't getting done and they were bickering with each other every day. And so reset has been amazing. They love the staff there. Um, they love the food, which you would think I don't feed them because they just rave about lunch. So it's really been um, a huge benefit to our family. Uh, Ladies, how can folks get their family signed up and and ready to go on this? Because it is February, but we still have a good four months left of school. Yes, definitely. Families can go to communitylearningsites.org. We have all of the 32 locations listed on the website. It's really simple. We also have contact information for each respective site, um, so parents can choose which sites that the site that's most convenient to them, either you know closest to their home or in route to work or what, what whatever's the most convenient. Communitylearningsites.org. Communitylearningsites.org. 32 different locations across the city to send your kids to get them that extra help that they may need because of the pandemic, because of e-learning, hybrid learning, whatever. This is for students in grades K through 12. Doesn't matter where you live, but you can go to 32 different sites for free and get your kids the help they need. Shannon Williams, Lauren Peterson, and Tiffany Tab. thank you so much for starting your Sunday morning with us. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you so much, Cameron. Thank you as well. Thank you, ladies. Thank you very, very much. Important topic. Again, uh, you can go uh, and check out for your students, and we will have uh, some more information on that on our website uh, coming up. Uh, Moments ago, they mentioned Black History Month. And if you haven't noticed, it is Black History Month, and it's not only uh, my favorite month of the year because it's my birthday month, but it is the time that we can unapologetically, for absolutely no reason, Honor our black history. While some of us do that 365 a year, we sometimes have to come up with a little reason to do it. But in February, we're doing it all month long. And that includes right here on Hot 96.3 and on WTLC. Uh, For the rest of the month, we will be highlighting some local black leaders who have uh, made history in a number of different ways. Uh, Each day we will be talking and sharing a story of a different black Hoosier who uh, made all the difference. And, you know, some of them are with us. Some of them are no longer with us. But nevertheless, if they're here, we're going to give them their flowers while they can still uh, reach out and receive them. Uh, Some of them are businesses, uh, including AJ's Lounge, um, the late Bill Mays. We wouldn't be on this radio station talking to you right now doing this show without uh, the great entrepreneur uh, Bill Mays, as well as Burnell Coolen. The Cosmo Knights Social Club is also on our list. The great and late Congresswoman Julia May Carson, of course, the grandmother of our current uh, Congressman Andre Carson, also on our list. Robert J. Taylor, Sam Jones, as in the Sam Jones Expressway. And, of course, we are honoring the African-American leaders that formed the Young Men's Prayer Band in 1990. You might have also heard of the Sunset Terrence, a place that was popular back in the day, way back in the day, on Indiana Avenue. We've talked a lot about the history over there. Uh, Z. May Jeminson is also uh, on our list And then it doesn't stop there. Uh, We've got Trevor Jackson, who I turns out went to to the same elementary school with at Abraham Lincoln Elementary in Perry Township. I don't think we went. It's unclear if we were in school at the same time, but I would have been in fifth grade. He'd have been in third grade. So I think we were technically in school at the same time. Nevertheless, he's made it big. He's out there in Hollywood now. He's on the show Grownish. He's got music. He's doing his thing. George Hill. Of course, the former Indiana Pacer, uh, the Crispus Attucks basketball team of 1955. Uh, Coach K, that's Kevin Lee. Tanya Walton Pratt, uh, the local judge who has made history a number of times. Those are just some of the people who are on our list each day. 
uh, our friends at uh, Jack Daniels and Duce are helping us to uh, honor this black history uh, every day this month, both on Hot 96.3 and on WTLC. Some of those names you've probably heard, some of those names you've never heard of, but I guarantee either way, you're going to learn something new and you will be smarter and you will know a little bit more about your Indiana black history by the time we are done uh, honoring uh, Indiana's black history here on WTLC and Hot 96.3. We've got a lot to talk about for the rest of this show. I already teased it, and I know y'all want to sound off because it's the hottest thing that everybody is talking about on the Internet. And that is this uh, job description that was posted for the Indianapolis Museum of Arts director that was posted and said we want a more diverse audience, but we also want to hold on to our core white audience. Um, A lot of folks are upset about that, and I'm going to tell you when when I heard it, I wasn't actually shocked and I didn't think anything of it. I'll tell you why after the break, but we're also going to talk about uh, the letter that was sent home to uh, that was sent to the teachers there in Hamilton Southeastern School District in Fishers, discouraging teachers from talking about Black Lives Matter in the classroom because uh, the uh, superintendent says he's heard from parents who believe that it's a distraction in the classroom. All of this happening in the same week. People are upset in both areas. And we'll let you sound off on it after we bring you up to speed. All of that and much more coming up this morning on the Open Line Show. We will be right back. You're listening to Open Lines on Hot 93. Lord have mercy. Hot 96.3 and 106.7 WTLC. We want to hear from you, your thoughts, your views, your voice. We are your eye on the community. It's Open Lines on Hot 96.3. Let's get back to Open Lines, your eye on the community on Hot 96.3. All right, and we are back here on Open Lines, and we are ready to open the phone lines up here in just a moment. We're going to talk for the rest of the show about the controversies that are happening uh, in two different areas of central Indiana that I know you all want to talk about because the phone is already ringing. First, I told you about what happened up at Hamilton Southeastern War. The superintendent said Black Lives Matter shouldn't be talked about in the classroom because it's a distraction and a political issue. I want to get your thoughts on that. But before we do that, let me bring you up to speed with the reporting that was uh, sent out this week from WRTV's Cornelius Hawker, who talked to folks who are not happy about this message that was sent out. Well, maybe, maybe not. I can hear it, but you guys can't hear it. I don't know why that is. Oh, that's because I'm pressing the wrong button, y'all. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Live radio. Let me hit rewind. All right. After that wonderful setup that I claim myself doing, here's the actual package from Cornelius Hawker at WRTV. Swift backlash and an apology tonight after a letter was sent to Hamilton Southeastern School's faculty members by their administration on Monday. The letter shares concerns from parents that discussion of the Black Lives Matter movement in the classroom is a distraction. WRTV's Cornelius Hawker shows us what the district is trying to do to make it right and how an apology is being met by some in the community. I just don't know how you fix what he's done. That's Alex Morales, an HSE parent and part of the Racial Equity Community Network. It's a group based in Fishers that works to get rid of cultural and racial misunderstandings. Despite the clarification and apology sent out by Superintendent Alan Borf, Alex thinks the damage is done. I don't know uh, really that there is a moving forward um, with him in particular. Uh, I think it's probably a good thing that 
uh, we're at this point where there is going to be a change. The initial letter sent to HSC faculty on Monday says a number of parents have shared concerns that educators are advancing the cause of Black Lives Matter and that students are, quote, being indoctrinated rather than taught. Borf then suggested the social movement be treated as a political issue. In the second letter sent out, Borf apologizes for the first message and calls Black Lives Matter one of the most significant issues of our time. Black and brown students are, are need to be in a safe space throughout the city of Fishers, but in school as well. So it really took us off guard to really to see that that, that was the response. Racial Equity Community Network says the initial letter seems to discourage teachers from discussing or supporting Black Lives Matter in the classroom. The group is asking everyone in their community to wear a black shirt all week in solidarity with the social movement. They hope more conversations and understanding will come from this, moving everyone forward together. It's a social justice movement that needs and demands change in policy and demands systemic changes uh, so that uh, we can continue to protect uh, uh, unarmed, in, in this case for Black Lives Matter, uh, unarmed, uh, innocent uh, black men and women and, and, and children from, from being murdered. Working for you, Cornelius Hawker, WRTV. And the superintendent was asked to do an interview with Cornelius. He was not available or turned it down for whatever reason. I, though, did originally plan to have uh, Rosalie Nataki Pettigrew uh, come on this show. She is the woman who the district just hired to be their uh, chief equity and inclusion officer. So things like that wouldn't happen. Ironically, she was out of town uh, when the superintendent decided to send this out. And she's actually still out of town uh, this morning. That's why we didn't get to have her on the show. But she uh, is dealing with something. But she absolutely is interested in coming on the show and would have been here had she not um, had that situation that she needed to attend to. But Rosalie Nataki Pettigrew is a black woman whose job is it it is to, you know, check on those things, check to see how things are going on in the classroom, because Hamilton Southeastern has not been known uh completely for always being so welcoming to black and brown folks. That's why they hired a chief equity inclusion officer. This incident alone kind of shows you the importance of that job because she wasn't there and look what happened. We have to talk with her soon and we're going to talk with you uh, about this. The phone lines are already ringing, already hot. The other topic we're going to talk about this morning is what has been sent out over at uh, Newfields with this job description. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to uh, that way we can stay on the air till nine o'clock and get in as many phone calls as we can, because I know you have a lot to say about that. So, uh, Anthony, let's take that quick break and we will be right back in about mm, two and a half minutes and then we'll do open lines the rest of the way out. And we'll be joined by our good friend Tina Cosby. More of the open line show coming up right here on Hot 96.3 and WTLC. We want to hear from you, your thoughts, your views, your voice. We are your eye on the community. It's Open Lines on Hot 96.3. Keeping you connected to what's happening in our city. It's Open Lines on Hot 96.3. A job posting is causing controversy tonight, leading Newfield's Art Museum to issue an apology after receiving backlash from the community about a racist job description. Tonight, Logan Gay is with us to explain more about how people are reacting. Yes, well, many people online were claiming to be shocked. Others said they were disappointed. One woman wrote it made her feel sick to her stomach. Some went as far as promising to cancel their memberships. But two women I spoke with today told me they were not surprised about the wording in the post. It was the most racist experience I've ever had. 
Dr. Kelly Morgan tells me she doesn't have too many fond memories from her time as the associate curator of American art at the Indianapolis Museum of Art at Newfields. They hired her in 2018 to promote more culturally diverse galleries. She resigned in 2020 after experiencing what she says was a toxic and racist environment. I eventually began to start, you know, having like some PTSD. So when she saw a negative social media post about a new field's job description getting shares on the internet, she says she wasn't surprised. The job position was for a director of the Indianapolis Museum of Art, and in the description, it explained one of the job duties as maintaining the museum's traditional core white art audience. She doesn't believe this was a typo, but instead shows how out of touch they are. Nobody read that. It was like, this is kind of problematic. I think the intent is like in their minds. It's like, well, we want to be inclusive, but we don't want to exclude white people. Musician Stacia Murphy visits Newfields often. She says she doesn't always feel like it's a welcoming space. While she values the opportunities it provides for her to experience art and culture, she says things have to change. It just can no longer be business as usual. You know, for organizations to actually change, they have to do a very personal inventory and do the internal work to examine their processes that lead to these disparities. Newfields released the statement in response to the backlash, writing, we deeply regret that in our job description, in our attempt to focus on building and diversifying our core audience, our wording was divisive rather than inclusive. Our intention is to continue to build an institution that is truly inclusive. Both Morgan and Murphy agree this isn't just a Newfields problem but an industry problem, and they hope this is a step towards change. Because if this is what you want your leader to do, I totally don't want to be there. I want to see institutions learn from these mistakes and do that work. And it's, it's not going to happen overnight, and it has to be a, a long-term commitment. Go to IndieArtAndSoul.com. Well, uh, to watch that right there all happened just yesterday. Um, uh, the fire started quickly with... Uh, a woman on Twitter actually posted it, and it was on fire from there. And, of course, you heard uh, Logan Gay from Wish TV give you a little bit of uh, the response from Newfields, who says they deeply regret uh, that job description. I got to be honest. When I heard this, when I saw it, I didn't even think anything of it. People were tagging me in it. I was like, oh, okay. Because, I guess, of my own personal things that have happened to me, the outrage you guys are feeling today is something I felt several years ago. You know, I've been doing broadcasting for nine years now. And more than once in that nine years in different places that I've been out of state, um, I was reminded more than once uh, to remember our white audience. And I probably felt the way you guys feel today just seeing this. But I've had agents who can have those raw conversations with management and say, this is what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a black man or I'm looking for a black woman or I'm looking for this person to fit into this mold. They can say that behind closed doors, but you don't put that in the job description. So what really happened here was Newfields kind of said the quiet part out loud. This practice is, is widely used. That's that that's how it works when, you know, their, their whole statement says, um, there, there was a paragraph, and the sentence says they wanted to attract a broader and more diverse audience. So many job descriptions, especially right now, have that very same sentence in there. That's where they should have stopped. The issue is they added while maintaining the museum's traditional core white art audience. And it should be noted that New Fields has been one of those um, organizations in Indianapolis that has been working hard to... Uh, diversify and get uh, folks of black and brown backgrounds into their museums, whether that be as exhibits or as customers. You know, they did so much this past uh, winter with uh, the the new fields. You know, you could go walk through and see the Christmas lights and they gave away a ton of tickets. But this didn't work out. You know, I, I say that to tell you that I think that they actually really meant well. They just said just a little bit too much. Like I said, I've had my own personal experiences that have led me to, I guess, kind of feel desensitized right now, but I know a lot of you are not. That's why our phone lines are on fire. Tina Cosby joins us right on the live line right now. Tina, I want to talk for a minute or two because the callers are on fire. Good morning. Good morning, and I won't take up much of your time, but I, I will say 
uh, you said nine years, um, double or triple that, and uh, that you have my experience, and I, I concur. I agree with you a thousand percent. Um, and, and what I was sharing with you, the reason you called me was that just on December 14th, not too very long ago, Newfields was on our show, um, my show, Community Connection, and they were talking about the, uh, the ongoing outreach and how they expanded it, uh, their Winter Lights 2020. It's a walking Christmas lights display. And they wanted more diversity. They wanted more people uh, of color and minorities to be able to experience what Newfield has to offer on that property. And they wanted to come on Community Connection to get the word out uh, to our audience. And, of course, we had them on. I, I, I would agree, Cameron. I mean, yeah, I'm sure that in, in some respects uh, it was genuine. But, uh, you know, overall, there's work to do. And that, that's basically what I was sharing. I, I mean, you know, things like this tell you how seriously um, they need to work on what it is they say they're trying to improve. Yes, diversity is good for business, but a commitment to diversity and inclusion is completely, completely different than a good business move. And, Tina, I, like I said, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt that, you know, this isn't we, – we see people when they do the one-offs. You know, we, we hear all right. of the – uh, you know, after the social unru- social justice uh, marches and protests uh, from last year, you know, we heard all these companies, oh, we're going to do this and, and, and diversity is inclusion is important. And we're putting this person in this position and this is our new initiative. And then you don't always hear, you know, anything after that. I'll give new yeah. fields the benefit of the doubt with just the things you pointed out that this is something that they are actively trying to do, but just. Made a bit of a misstep, does not make this one okay, but folks are upset about it. But like I said, this happens. This is nothing new. So I see people saying, I'm canceling my membership and I'm doing this and all that. Then you might as well cancel your membership to everything because what they what what you see here happens a lot. It a does. Lot. I, I don't think it's a misstep. I think it's total. It's, it's a disconnect. And I don't, it's the same thing with Hamilton Southeastern. Again, I want your callers to be able to share with their thoughts as well. But with Hamilton Southeastern, the fact that there was a person even put in place uh, and most recently shows the disconnect, they don't understand it. So they need to understand what it exactly it is. I mean, to say it is, is and that you have it is window dressing. To be able to understand a true commitment to it, that's where the work begins. And I don't think any of these organizations uh, have committed to the work that needs to be done to uh, the mission that they say they want to carry out. That's just my thing. Well, every time we have to have this conversation, it shows we are not there yet. Tina Cosby. Exactly. Thank exactly. you so much. Thank you, Cameron. Have a good rest of your show. You as well. I know we'll talk okay. later. I'll see you. Okay. Uh, the phone lines have been on fire since we first started having the discussion about the Hamilton Southeastern situation. And now you're getting a busy signal if you're calling in uh, right now about uh, the Newfield situation. Let's talk about both until we go off the air at 9 o'clock. The, if I want you to Say what you got to say, but don't get up here and and, uh, block everybody else from talking. Let's try to get as many people um, on as possible. If everybody got on and talked for a minute, we could get 15 minutes. Uh, You could get 15 people on the air uh, before we uh, sign off. So let's try to do that as close as we can and stay with the phone calls until we end the show here at 9 o'clock. Let's go to the phones. Caller on. Now that's line four. Line three. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, Cameron, how you doing? Brother, I'm Chef here. Uh, thanks for my call. Uh, uh, I'll be real fast. 45 seconds, I'm going to give you. Thank Maybe you. even less than that. Thank you. Uh, the Hamilton Southeastern situation, uh, this is why we have to teach our own people and our own children and understand he knew exactly what he was doing. I don't think it's missteps from any of these people. I think it's a, uh, uh, you are subconsciously and consciously, uh, the truth comes out uh, behind closed doors. Uh, the unseen hand always works behind closed doors, and so what manifests itself uh, openly is done dark, it's done in the private. So I don't believe any of it's misstep. I believe it's intentional. I don't think they even care. I've been to museums all over this this uh, country, and uh, people who care. Uh, matter of fact, mm-hmm. let me finish Hamilton Southeastern. He's he's a Trumper. I bet you if he checked his voting record, he probably voted for Trump, probably Rakita, Braun, and all them. And so he's he's he doesn't really care. He doesn't get it. But Jeffrey Johnson spoke about Hamilton Southeastern years ago. So we, they've been having problems for a long time. It's a disconnect. I applaud the folks for, for, for putting the foot on his neck and straightening out. Going to new fields, I've been to art museums everywhere. And this is why we have to have our own museum. Smithsonian and D.C. one. The uh, Martin Luther King, I mean, the uh, King Museum in Memphis. Detroit. Wayne State. Uh, Wayne State. That's why we have to have museums. A lot of people I work with, why is it always black and white? This is why, people. Because mm-hmm. when you talk about someone talking about a white audience, 
Art is art and it's appreciated no matter what. Go down to Cincinnati, and I'll leave with this. Go down to Cincinnati to the Underground Railroad Museum. You'll see more white folks in there looking at those slave pens, reading those books about William Wilberforce, than you'll see anybody else. Art is art. It tells the story of life. It has uh, the only color is, is the one that those folks want to put on it. And I agree with the doctor. Let's not misstep it. Take what the doctor said seriously. She was there. She can tell you. I believe what she says. Let's go right. what that sister says. Thank you. All right. Thank you, man. Let's keep going. I'm just doing a marathon of phone calls. Caller on line two. You're live on the air. The next person call me, 317-239-9696. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, Cameron. How you doing this morning? I'm good, my man. You got a <clears throat> minute. Hit it. I did. I think I'm, I'm getting right to it. And I've actually um, got a timer. Go. Okay. First of all, first of all, I have made a comment about how the blacks are more intelligent and the most intelligent people on the planet, and yet I was deemed a racist. When the word hate comes up, and we're talking about white folk and all the things that they have done to this community and continue to do to this community, we as black people have to come together. Period. He's been all over this too. And I haven't seen anything in these communities that belong to white folks. All I see is stuff that belongs to other countries and other people that these people have stolen from. When we understand that our enemy has not changed and that our enemy has put a suit on, just like the governor, the governor is, is all for putting people out in the cold. 15 seconds. We have, to, we, have to, we have to attack these white folks directly. And that's the bottom line. We have to fight them with the same thing that they fight us with. Everybody have a great day. And remember, we are divine, and we are the most intelligent people on the planet. And I'm never going to be in denial of that. And I hope that my brothers and sisters wake up today and to realize that they had the power to make change. All right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate the call. Uh, let's keep going. More phone calls. 317-239-9696. When you hear somebody hang up, you better dial because that's how you get in. 317-239-9696. Caller on line one. Good morning. Hey, these people are sitting and trying to sell their uh, programs to uh, Hamilton Southeastern. They're going down there like slave catchers making uh, the faculty and the uh, superintendents feel contempt toward the black uh, people that are attending that school and have for many years, but they're uh, generating contempt and hatred toward them so that they can sell their program. And they're trying to sell the program for uh, $500,000. So these women that are fronting this out there, they're trying to get their pocket to sell. So uh, that's what they're doing. Thanks, Cameron. All right. Thank you, sir. And did that in 29 seconds. I appreciate that. Uh, next caller, 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. Call me. We'll get you on the air. I'm doing a marathon of just open lines, phone calls for the next 11 minutes. Caller on line three. Good morning. Who's this? Hi, this is Kim. Hi, Kim. Good morning. You have a minute. Go for it. It amazes me how many parents continue to send their their children to the school districts such as Hamilton Southeastern, where we all know what has been going on for years. This is nothing new. And for the, what I have to say about the superintendent, when sick, the whole body is sick. Comment that he made was absolutely unacceptable for someone in his position. He needs to step down. Those parents that are parents that are in uh, Hamilton Southeastern School District need to set him on fire so that he steps down. That is not having a culturally sensitive environment for our students as a leader, it is absolutely unacceptable. We need to find ways where we can start educating our children in our own school systems where they don't have to face this trauma because it is trauma. That's what it is. Let's call it what it is. So the students who are there are traumatized. The parents are traumatized. Absolutely unacceptable. That's all I have. Thank you so much. And you have four seconds to spare. I appreciate it. Oops. I just hung up on the wrong person. Whoever that was that called, um, Call me back, 317-239-9696, 317-239-9696. That is my bad. But we have more callers uh, on line one. Good morning. Who's this? Oh, this is Thomas. Hello, Thomas. You have a minute. Go for it. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the impeachment process yesterday, I mean, there is no integrity. People are about the dollar. And the situation with the museum, they don't care about black people. What they care about is more people coming to the museum to line their bottom line, which we know that is true. And you made a great comment that maybe we do need to cancel our memberships. I mean, enough is enough. When I looked at the black Republican yesterday who didn't even have sense enough to vote for wrong, we, we got major these officials. I'm so upset about yesterday 
because it makes zero sense. That stuff is right in their face, and they don't even have the integrity to do what's right. So you're going to see that across the board, whether it be businesses or politicians, we have problems, period. And if we don't do something, then shame on us. All right. Thank you so much, sir. Yeah, so much to talk about uh, that we didn't even get to talk to talk about impeachment yesterday. Uh, the former t- television star Donald Trump uh, impeached uh, for a second time, but uh, acquitted for a second time. Didn't even get to talk about that because we've got so much to talk about. And you clearly want to keep talking because the phones keep ringing. 317-239-9696. That's the number to get on the air. Call me right now. Caller on line three. Good morning. Hey, these people are hey, also hey, slave hey. catchers. They're hey, trying chief. to catch all, hey, the, all the people that escaped from uh, the bondage of these bad schools and charter Larry. schools in the Circle City. To try- Larry. Now here, I get a lot of people who say I listen to this show. The one complaint I always get is that I don't hang up on people. The people who work with my mom tell her to tell me, hang up on people when they keep calling back. I don't like to hang up on people. But, Larry, that's your third time, and my phone lines are hot. Call me back next week. We'll talk some more. Uh, caller on line uh, one. Good morning. Who's this? This is uh, Keon. Keon, you got a minute. Go ahead, man. Okay, I just want to say about the new field, you know, when they saying that they don't want to get rid of their core white people. So I was just thinking, you know, you don't have to bring a, enough black people there to run away people. Is that what you're trying to say? Or do you want us to put things out there that not make the uh, white people run away? That part I didn't understand. That is a, a, a good question. That's what a lot of people are wondering. What exactly did they mean? Did they mean what they said or did they mean something else? Thank you so much for your call. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, let's keep going. 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. Call me. Caller on line three. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning. My name is Mason. Um, I was just calling to talk about just what I heard, and I have never just been amazed about what's going on in today's world. And it's just like, these white people, they're out to get us, and they're going to do everything they can. They're going to give us the tools to destroy us and set us up. And so we got to do everything we can to get around that and just stick together and do everything we can. All right. Mason, thank you so much for the call. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. I like this. We're just we're rolling through them. Boom, boom, boom. I literally have a timer going because uh, I want to get as many people on the air as possible uh, to talk about this because it's it's so hot. Social media is on fire and uh, people have a lot to say. 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. Six minutes left in the show. If I could get six more callers in, that's what I'll do. A caller on line one. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is Daryl. How are you? I'm good, Daryl. What's on your mind? Hey, listen, um, New Fields, hey, they meant what they said, and they said what they meant. I think it's time we, as black folks in this country, understand that that was not a slip of the tongue, Cameron. You know, you talked about being out and being in other states and how they do things. But, you know, the good word says what you do in the dark, it's going to come out to the light. And that's all this is, it's come out to the light. I will not visit New Fields. It's a sham. I think it's... Uh, this country needs to understand that um, racism was hidden until Trump came around. And then what Trump did was Trump gave them back their oomph of their initiative to come on back out and say it like it really was. So let's not get it twisted. This thing has not ended. It's always been there. It's just been pulled off. And again, one of them slips and lets you know it. Thank you, Cameron. All right. Thank you so much for the call. I appreciate it. More callers, 317-239-9696. Caller on line two. I think you came in next. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning. I was calling because it's really not about black or white. It's about everybody just coming together as one and bettering the community as one, black and white. That's what it's really about. All right. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I appreciate you doing that in 15 seconds. Thank you so much. Uh, Coming up on the end of the show, but we got more callers and I'm going to get to you. Uh, I'm coming. I'm coming. Caller on line three. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, how you doing? My name is Tony. Tony, what's up, man? Hey, not too bad. I really just wanted to speak on, I guess, the new field thing as well. But more importantly, just us as black individuals, we got to have integrity for us. They meant exactly what they said, and that's why they said it. You know what I mean? It's kind of like back in the day, everything.
saying that they kind of tried to hide things and so mm-hmm. it out with our own knowledge. But nowadays, I mean, they so bold. Look at the president they just had. I mean, everything is just sitting right out in our face for us to know, and it's just up for us as black folks to, you know, stick together. You know, I get what the last caller was saying as far as united. As, I mean, to unite us as far as all of us, but I don't see that being the case because they don't want us. They never did. They never liked us unless we was entertaining them. Thank you for having me. All right. Thank you so much for the call, Tony. I appreciate it. Uh, next caller uh, on the open line show. Ooh, let me get mm, – all right. Let's see what we can do here. Maybe two more. Caller on line one. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning. Good morning. You have a minute. Tell me what's good on morning. your mind. This, good morning. This is Terry King. Terry. I want to support everything that everybody has said. And just because I only have a minute, they said what they, Westfield, they said what they mean and they mean what they say. People wake up. What happened in the impeachment trial is a wake up call. You need to know who you're putting in the White House, in the, the U.S. press representatives, everybody. Know who you vote for. We have closet racists in the White House. It's just that simple. They cannot vote against Trump because if they do, then their whole life unravels. It is what it is. Be black, stay black, act black, get educated, and do the right thing. This is nothing new. It's just out in the public. That's all. So don't get mad. Do something about it. Have a great day. All right, Terry. Thank you. With seven seconds to spare, I think you gave us something that we could put on a T-shirt. What was that? Stay black, act black, be black. I don't know what the rest of it was. But, hey, we can always go back and listen to it on the Open Line Show podcast, which, by the way, is on every platform that you can find a podcast. Just search Open Lines Show, and this show will be there in about uh, 15 minutes. Wow. It is 8.58 and 30 seconds, which means I have 90 seconds left uh, to wrap this show up. I don't know how many callers we got to, but I think we exceeded the number that uh, that I wanted. So that was fantastic, which um, means we'll have to come back for more and do this again uh, next Sunday. Uh, Lord knows what's going to happen in the seven days between that. But what we do know is that there was a winter storm warning that is uh, uh, over uh, Indiana, central and southern Indiana. We are expecting five to nine inches of snow uh, here in the Indianapolis area. More snow to the south, less snow to the north. And as a snow lover, I'm hoping we get all nine inches. Why? Because I don't have to go drive no school bus tomorrow. It's President's Day. We're already off, so I'll sit at home and enjoy the snow. But Tuesday, be a different story. We'll be back out there. Thank you in advance to our DPW and NDOT drivers who will be out there clearing the roads. As I told you before, we are celebrating Black History Month every day here on Hot 96.3 and WTLC, our friends at Jack Daniels and Duce, allowing us to honor a living or a late Hoosier every day for the rest of Black History Month. And we will do that. I guarantee you will learn something more. That is going to do it Edition, do it for this edition of the Open Line Show. I am Indy's newsman, Cameron Riddle, and I want to thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to our friends at the Mind Trust for coming on, Tina Cosby, and the dozens of callers that we heard from this morning. If you are listening on Hot 96.3, more music is just minutes away, seconds away, really. And then our good friend Al Sharpton is around the corner with the hour of power. I'm Cameron Riddle. If you missed any portion of this show, you can go listen to it on the App Store. Just search Open Line Show. We're back next Sunday, live at 8.